Well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit. <laughs> it's time for another episode of Gem Girls again. Damn skippy it is. And for those of y'all who are new to these here parts, this here podcast is where we talk about Gem and the Holograms, other 80s cartoons, and also spread the gay agenda against the good word of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Hakuna Matitis. And uh, I'm Orphus Jones. And uh, <laughs> if Hakuna's atrocious southern accent didn't give it away already, the theme of this week is America, where the souls of aborted fetuses are armed with machine guns and grenade launchers to fight God's war on gay frogs and gender-neutral bathrooms. Gotta watch out for those fucking gay frogs. Right? Uh, yeah, 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 they're coming for you. <laughs> Episode 17 of Season 2, entitled Presidential Dilemma. It's basically 22 minutes of aggressive American propaganda that somehow makes America seem even more obnoxious. Didn't know that was possible. Uh, <laughs> and who better to Borth out a star-spangled mess of a script than our girl Borth, a.k.a. Beth <laughs> Bornstein Bungle Bornstein, who also wrote an episode about America's commie enemies in Adventure in China. Does she bungle this one too? Spoiler alert, she does. <laughs> anyway, according to some random bitch on IMDb, IMD bitch. IMD Borth. <laughs> this episode's plot is as follows. Scheduled to play for the president, Gem and the Holograms run into trouble when synergy is stolen. Um, so... A lot more shit happens, but this IMD bitch had other more important shit to do and couldn't be bothered to give a better description, I guess. So time is money, after all. Another American idiom. I don't want to be an American idiom, uh, but if time were really <laughs> were money, then whoever listening to this must be a broke-ass bitch for wasting so much time listening to this podcast. <laughs> we thank you, but still, uh, get a job. Uh, either way... <laughs> Let's pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States, of the Lord's eyeball verse, obviously, and get into this motherfucking <laughs> episode. And I want to point out, uh, this is the fourth episode written by Miss Borth. Miss Borth. Uh, <laughs> being the, the four episodes being Adventure in China, Hot Time in Hawaii, The Fan, and now The Presidential Dilemma. And you know what they say? One, two, three, Borth time's a charm. Uh, <laughs> They don't say that, and also this episode is also pretty horrific, so I don't think Borth time will be the charm for Miss Borth. Borth time? <laughs> Honestly, I, will, I, I came up with Borth time's a charm before I l learned how many episodes she wrote, and like the eye Lord, the Lord of the Eyeballs is watching over me, he's like, yo bitch, it's the fourth, you know it is, uh, and here we are. I think you would have found Eddie... Four things associated with 100%. I was going to make it work regardless, but the universe had my back on this one. And it was like, yo, Borth time. It's the Borth time, girl. You got it. It's the Borth time. Um, but it won't be the last. <laughs> uh, it'll, I mean, I think actually it will. Um, but oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the, la it's the last. Yeah, time. the Borth and final. She really a Borth daddy here afterwards. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we start with the we start the episode at the Starlight House with the FBI come the FBI comes a knocking looking for Gem in the hall looking for Gem specifically right right um, right right because they need to give her something from the president that Dude, Gem herself needs to get directly. They're delivering a fucking telegram, and then I'm like, what year is this? <laughs> Like, I know this is, like, what, 30 years ago, but really the president's sending a telegram via two armed men? Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, this is what your tax dollars are going to? Yeah, also, aren't telegrams in, like, Morse code? <laughs> no. No, they're definitely not. They're definitely not. I'm thinking of something totally different. Monogram? Well, I think a monogram is Also not, not that. that. Also not that. It's very much not that. But anyway, we're too young to know what it is. What a telegram is, and like by too young, I mean not dead. Right, exactly, um, exactly. So anyway, telegram from Mrs. Jim. That's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted to see. 
Um, but anyway, so Kimber thinks she can just like straight up lie to the FBI. And she's like, yeah, Jem isn't there. But Jerrica herself is kind of lurking behind the door. And Jerrica turns into Jem like right fucking there. Yeah, dude, her, she is very bait this entire ep- fucking episode. There's no chill. Uh, she really is all willy-nilly with this whole going back and forth transformation styles. Uh, I think yeah. she's, you know, I think she's looking to get caught at this point. And at one point she does get caught. At one point she does get caught, but like she really had no choice in that situation. I suppose, I suppose. Um, but anyway, we learn that Gem and the Holograms are invited to perform for the president and the first lady at the Kennedy Center next weekend. So, um, <laughs> a couple things. Finally, they're playing for their own president. I think the chairman of China right, invited yeah, them to play yeah, exactly, exactly. They've saved the entire continent of Africa before they prayed for, played for the president. Yeah. And secondly, the president is only giving them one week <laughs> to, <laughs> like, this is the, and he wants them to go to Washington, D.C. the day after uh, tomorrow. Right, because they have to meet the presidential media coordinator, which I really hope is a real job. Presidential media coordinator, probably. Well, I mean, there's a director of communications, there's a press secretary. I don't know if there's a media coordinator whose, like, job is to, I guess, coordinate shows by semi-famous mid-range rock bands? <laughs> well, I, I would assume that there must be someone there in the White House who whose people contact, like, Beyonce's people or something. Yo, like, yo, do- yo, yo, yo. No president's contacting Beyonce's people. Beyonce's people get in touch with you, and the president knows that. <laughs> Not even, not even. Beyonce's people get in touch with Jay-Z's people who get in touch with the president's people. There's a middleman in between. Do you think Beyonce is truly autonomous or does Jay-Z pull the strings in her career? Good question, good question. Good. Qu- I, I've actually, like, not always been, but I've definitely played devil's advocate. And I've been attacked by the beehive. Like, girls got stung once, more than once. <laughs> Even so su- even just suggesting that Beyonce may not be the true architect of her career and the um, the media genius that people really take her to be, I don't know if Jay Z is the person. Uh, I yeah I I I I have my doubts about Beyonce's savvy in in general. Not saying she's not yeah. a wicked performer. Not saying she's not hella talented. I just don't know if she's like you know able to work the system as well as she as people think she can no have you heard her talk she's really not that smart yeah like that's the thing that's the thing (laughs) like girl doesn't seem so bright super great performer great singer great dancer like we'll give you credit for that beyonce 100 percent, 100 percent. but even like some of her albums where it's like oh my god she is you know the, the the new black voice of the generation i'm like oh was that really beyonce though like i kind like as a white person, I can't say these things. But still, saying it. And, you know, again, gotten stung. But she just, she's, her and her team are just really good at capitalizing on a moment. I don't even think she said anything necessarily profound re-blackness or re-feminism. But because she chose to make statements at those particular times, people are like, wow. That and is she true. Does it so that is well. true. She does. I but, mean, yeah. I think the thing is, like, yeah, she does it very, very well to the point that no one is doing it better. So it seems profound. Yes, exactly. Um, but anyway, we're probably going to get stung by the beehive again. Oh yeah, we have yeah, very yeah. Uh, we have forty-five opinion. minutes to live, so let's better we get through this episode quickly. <laughs> okay, so we meet the entertainment coordinator at the White House. His name is Paul Davis, another two first name kind yeah. of thing. Gotta love Borth. She's she's always phoning it in, so she knows. Yeah. Um and basically uh Paul Davis is giving Jem a tour of the concert hall in the Kennedy Center. Right. And, and I, I want to point out what Jem's wearing right here because she is not looking like a businesswoman special. Cause she's wearing <laughs> a hideous like blue Starline blazer that looks like a winter jacket and like maybe two sizes too large for her. If I was meeting the president's media coordinator, I wouldn't be wearing that. 
the president's media coordinator. I wouldn't give a fuck about that peasant. <laughs> Yo, the PMC? <laughs> it's um, like Secretary of State PMC, bro. Yeah. I mean, no. No, definitely um, <laughs> a made-up position. So anyway, um, Jem notices that all of these handymen or federal government people are installing some sort of like satellite dish thing from the ceilings. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of twirly satellite thingamajigs going on in the Kennedy Center. Yeah, and Jem asks what they are. Um, Davis basically tells her like their security measures for the new for the president, and we can't really tell you what they are beyond that. Uh, turns out though that these doohickeys fuck up with synergy systems, and as <laughs> Jim is, I don't know, trying to do some shit behind a curtain. She reverts back to Jerrica because, you know, they got a jam in the signal. Like some raspberry jam got on that signal. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Paul, the PMC, he comes through and he's like, yo, like, Jerrica, what the fuck are you doing here? I thought Jem was here. How did you get past security? Um, and Paul, I actually kind of like because he's very polite about it. But you can tell he's pretty pissed off. He's like, okay, like... This is fine, but, like, never let this happen again because you're not supposed to be here and I'm pissed off that you got in here without me knowing it. Yeah, she didn't get security clearance to be there. Um, I would be hella confused. Like, how did Jem just suddenly disappear? Why are you hiding here like a fucking creep? Right, 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 right. Um, he's right to be concerned and, yeah, miffed. <laughs> uh, anyways, then we go to a little bit later... And Jerrica tells Kimber how Synergy can't penetrate, very choice wording, uh, the Kennedy Center's security system. So that's what's going on. And she's basically like, yo, Kimber, you got to bring my girl Sin all the way to Washington. Uh, and <laughs> Nice rhyme. Thank you. Thank you. I did even, I, I was saying it and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Uh, and this happens. And uh, meanwhile, mean, whilst this is happening, uh, the misfits are watching television And this is where we have The first instance Of a black woman reading the news Who I'm fairly certain Is just Shayna Okay Because I'm almost She did not have purple hair She, she didn't but she had She had Shayna's voice though It was basically <laughs> just Shayna's voice It was 100% Shayna reading the news Um yeah, and she's, she delivers the same line twice the two times she's on TV. Yeah, well, I um, mean, like, Shayna, I'm not going to say she's good at her job, at her newfound news job. Um, I also enjoyed how the backdrop, like, behind her just says, news, 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 news. <laughs> it's not like that in the real news? No, no, no. We have, you know, maybe, um, you know, a photo, not just... Like, people know what they're <laughs> watching already. Um, so basically the Shayna 2.0 lady is talking about the Washington Marauder, um, who is stealing a bunch of shit. And then the misfits are like, I don't want to watch this boring garbage. Right. And I Let's was like, same. Change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they change the channel to Lindsay Pierce. Um, and the holograms are on here and Lindsay Pierce is talking about how Jem will be performing for the president. Uh, I just want to point out, Pizzazz and Stormer look amazing. Uh, I don't Not really... amazing, notable. Notable. I don't really remember their outfits. Uh, but this actually makes me uh, bring up the fact that this whole episode was very poorly animated. Like, I feel like once they got to the end of season two, they were like, yo, whatever, let's phone it in. I mean, yes. I feel that about literally every episode, though. Yeah, I feel like we got to, like, a decent sweet spot towards the end of season one and beginning of season two, where it seemed like things were mildly cohesive. This episode was, like, you know, sloppy yabos everywhere. Yeah, and I find that the characters' faces change a lot. And proportions. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no proportionizing going on. <laughs> no, not at all. And, um, basically, like... Pizzazz is really pissed off that they've been invited by the president and they want Eric to do something about it. Eric says there's nothing that we can do. 
Um, but Pizzazz and Lemisfits are intent on performing in DC at the same time. Yeah. So, they basically decide, like, we're going to do it our own way. Like, fuck you, Eric, kind of situation. So they, we, we cut to Congress, which is in session. And it's a room full of old white men. Yeah, there's like, there's, I, 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 I paused it for a second. And there's two <laughs> women in this giant room full of white men. Also white. Also white, of course. I mean, it's Congress. Yeah. <laughs> and the fucking misfits barge in. They're like, hey, there's still one issue to vote on. Uh, and we think we should have equal opportunity to play for the president. Right, which is not how that works. Um, <laughs> also, did you notice that, like, Roxy's voice was not Roxy's voice? No. Yeah, yeah. So this scene was when I noticed how awful the animation was. And Roxy, Roxy has some line. Uh, Roxy, Roxy uh, has, some, has some line. And it is not her voice. Well, you know, sometimes you just draw the lips flapping by mistake and record someone else's voice look, and look, you say, look, fuck look, it. Look. Yeah, and like sometimes you got a borth and you bungle it. Or a borthstein bungle. So, okay, I was thinking about borth-related puns today. Go on. And then I remembered, like, you know the birther movement? Yeah, borther. The borther. Dude, that's, every time I say borther, borther, that's what I'm referring to. Are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, I never explicitly said that to you, but yeah, Borther. Like, for sure. Berther, Borther. <laughs> out of context, it doesn't make sense. I was trying to find, like, a sentence yeah, or a context. It doesn't work. It doesn't it work. Sense. It doesn't work. But with this episode, you can say the Borth of July. The Borth of July? <laughs> Not bad. This whole episode is the Borth of July, really. Just a Borth night away. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Mm. Anyway, we could do this all day. Breaking the Borth Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, you never want to do it, but sometimes, sometimes it has to get broken. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um. Anyway, so the Misfits play a song to introduce themselves. They play this song called Star Spangled Fantasy. I watched this a couple times. Oh, okay. Um, at first, I didn't like this song, but then I, I kind of loved the, like, ominous, kind of nefarious American propaganda song for herself. I don't yeah, know. Okay, fair, fair. I think my main issue, though, with the with the song was this gyrating Congo line that keeps coming up throughout <laughs> I it. Know. It's like they're jerking, and it's, it seems like they're... Like, they're corpses that have been animated via electricity, so they're just very jerky. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're just shambling yeah. across the street and across the screen in a Rat King-like formation. Exactly! And, like, it comes up, like, three or four times throughout the music video. And it's, like, a 30-, 40-second music video, so you see it a lot. Yeah. Um, apart from that, we had a lot of American flags, a lot of stars, right. a lot of fireworks. A lot of fireworks. We had them riding fireworks, like yeah. one foot on each firework. Yeah, like Aquaman style, like two sharks kind of situation. It was pr- that was cool. That was cool. That was cool. I want to do that. Um, at one point, but- at one point, we have like a mild eyeball moment where Stormer and Pizzazz almost eyeball kiss. <laughs> I did not clock that. Oh, it I happens. Had a full eyeball. Yeah, fair, but like their eyeballs get very close to each other and they're like staring into each other's eyeballs and it's like they're almost gonna touch. Like eyeball goo to eyeball goo, <laughs> but not quite. An eyeball kiss is the most profound, most intimate expression of any emotion. Oh, dude, of course. Like, I mean, you no, know, it's everything. Yeah, eyes are the window to the soul, so you're like basically kissing souls. Mm hmm. Or kissing windows. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some window on window action. Window. <laughs> 
You know, it can only happen if the windows are open. Uh, of course, of course, of course. And then, like, you know, like, you know, your goo mixing with their eyeball goo is... No one, no one really, <laughs> no one talks about this, but it's the most efficient way to get pregnant. <laughs> like, talk to your OBGYN or whatever the, the pussy doctor's <laughs> called. He'll let you know. Well, that's some, like, serious ignorance. Um, but then you have I a brain it. baby. But then you have a brain baby. That's how Zeus had a Athena. A brain bee. A brain bee, exactly. Um, <laughs> that's how Zeus had Athena. And, like, men can have brain bees, too. Wow. I want a brain bee. But do you have to die to give birth to one? Or uh, just, like, scoop it out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, via, like, modern technology, you can do a, a cranial cesarean. So... We're okay, generally. <laughs> but back in the day, it was a very complicated birth. <laughs> oh my god, that was such a ridiculous sentence. <laughs> yeah, that actually, that really was. That really was. That takes the cake. I don't know if I've said anything more ridiculous. Um, so anyway, the song ends, and obviously the people in Congress did not appreciate this, uh demonstration oh they, so they fucking two, hate it yeah two guys grab them all the white men are mad and then they get kicked out um and then we cut to the holograms who are struggling to move synergy and jerica makes this line of like be careful without the without this equipment there's no there's no show and at this point they're in dc in congress uh or Somewhere. But anyway, the misfits who are dressed like old-timey maids. Right, I loved it. They just happened to be in disguise already <laughs> right there. Um, Turn around and they like, oh, yeah, that equipment seems pretty important. Probably uh, should fuck with it. Right. And also, I have a little bit of a, like, come on, holograms. You can't put together synergy. It's, like, legit constructed like a toddler's puzzle. It's... <laughs> Like, not even a Transformers-type toy situation. It's It has interlocking parts that are very obviously one piece fits with another piece. Well, and also, if it's so essential to your performance and to your livelihood, I feel like you should know it inside and out. Right, yeah. You probably should have, like, you know, gotten the lowdown on Synergy a long time ago. And didn't Synergy work all the way from... North America when she was in China. Yeah, fucking Synergy did. <laughs> Synergy does do that on the regulars. Uh, and yeah, the whole Kennedy Center security thing doesn't really apply in most situations that they're in. So she borthed it. She borthed it. Um, that being not said... Not in a good way. Not in a good way. I mean, is it ever in a good way? She uh, borthed it, but she should have aborted it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wow. Didn't know we are getting to a whole... Abortion rights situation here. Um, <laughs> always. 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 It's true. It always is. Uh, one thing, <laughs> one thing actually that I realized, I was watching uh, Veep, and in one of the earlier seasons, uh, they're talking about abortion rights, and it used to be the narrative was pro-choice, pro-life, and I'm like, that's so twisted, because now they'll say abortion rights or, you know, like anti-abortion rights. And I thought the idea of the dichotomy between pro-choice and pro-life, like one side is against life, is so ridiculous. Yeah. It's also just oversimplified. and Of course, of course, of course. And like, yeah, oversimplified, but also inherently vilifying the other side. Because oh, choice is wonderful, but if you're against life, it's like, whoa, are you... F like, that's... It's, it's a whole... Yeah, it, it, it's a lie. It, you're... You're sim oversimplifying, as you said, and over-vilifying. Which, in most circumstances, I love a good over-vilification. Um, well, that's their main tactic, right? Like, showing pictures of botched abortions or, like, you know, fucked up fetuses and uh, standing outside of abortion clinics and yelling at people. Yeah, that um, is true. That is true. That Yeah, you're right. They're, they're into the vilification, but... I mean, I, I think maybe because I like to, I, I like to think I'm more of a you know high-minded, rational person. Not the case at all. Uh, but <laughs> my whole thing is like, yo, a fucking like six-week six-week fetus is not a living being. That thing is a parasite. You can kill it whenever you want. 
It is literally sustaining itself off of your bodily intake. You can that is your choice to murder. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think um, we should we should flip the script a little bit. Babies parasites. If I we agree. if we referred to fetuses and or babies more as parasites, people would be very comfortable <laughs> with killing them. I agree. It's all about how you frame things. Yeah, you just gotta and if, put it in the right frame, baby. Yeah, make it the worst possible frame. Put it in the worst possible light. Are we then just becoming our own worst enemies? Are we are we becoming the pro-lifers at this point? I don't know. That's too philosophical. Yeah, too much, too much. <laughs> Babies are parasites. Let's leave it at that. Um, I do want to give a shout out to our girl, Borth. Because uh, we, I've never done this, but... <laughs> I know, it's so ridiculous. I know, I know, I know, unto itself. Um, because as the, uh, the misfits are watching the whole synergy equipment situation, they're relaying all this information to Eric. And Eric is like, oh, this uh, important piece of technology seems to be something like what my PI discovered from a while ago. And I was like, yo, you go, Borth. That's a narrative consistency back from, like, the beginning of the episode, the season. I mean, it, it shows that she watched a lot, at least some of the episodes. Yeah, and she I don't watched. Think she wrote that one. No, she didn't. That was, um, that was a Ms. Marks, uh, the opener. Like, the, uh, that was the first few episodes with the whole PI thing. Oh, right. You're right. Wow, so... Girlfriend consulted her gem Bible. Yeah. Uh, Borth got her Bible on and... <laughs> <laughs> Borth got her Bible on in Babylon. Uh, that should be a, a top 40 track. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like my mind would break every time that song Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, me you. saying it, I've also... Yeah, a little bit of my sanity was stripped away. Uh, whatever is left of it. Anyways, uh, Eric is basically like, he's like, okay, we gotta get this thing stolen. Uh, meanwhile, the one news person in the DC metro area slash Shayna's day job is telling Kimber via the television about the Washington Marauder. Uh, as we've learned, he's like all about, um, stealing national treasures. And then we get a WDC news exclusive, uh, because the Marauder leaks a video that he's basically like, yo, I'm dressed up in old-timey America outfit. I'm going to steal mm -hmm. the greatest national treasure that exists. Um, yeah. But I, I love Kimber's response because she basically gets up, turns off the TV, walks away, and says, this is too weird. And I'm like, <laughs> Kimber, same, 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 same. I mean, I feel like she should have had that reaction to more things, but sure. Um, so, yeah. Basically, we cut to... Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. So, we cut to... Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Girl, get it together. Where are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so... Um, after Kimber watches the TV, says that line, um, they get a call from some guy with a creepy-ass voice who goes by the name of Lincoln Abbey, which is a made-up fucking name. If I've yeah, heard it. exactly, exactly. And, like, it's the most suspicious call I've ever heard. And, right? It does not sound real. He has that, like, creepy, like, rat face voice that, you know, all of the Snively characters have. Right. Like, all all the Snively rat faces have this voice. And right. at, at this point, it should be, like, a high-activation audio cue for Jerrica <laughs> to be like, oh, don't trust this. Right. And basically, this guy, Lincoln Abbey, invites the holograms to have dinner with the president and Flotus at the White House, uh that night and of course they're like of course we won't miss it that's gonna be so fun um and i want to point out jerica's ass in this scene looks very flat that's oh I'm well say. i mean jerica got a flat ass we already knew that <laughs> girl ain't got no cake she was wearing that like pink denim denim on denim thing right right right, right 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 shirt and it was just not flattering for her at all on any level yeah uh what else is new 
And as this is happening, they're all putting together synergy. And Jericho's like, oh, the final touch is just one more microchip. And I'm like, bitch, that is not a microchip. It's a fucking floppy disk. Uh, There's nothing micro about that chip. Anyways. uh, And synergy won't start or is ghosting them. But then she does turn online. uh, And she explains how it takes her a while for her circuits to work out. And I was like, you know what, girl? Same. Sometimes it takes my, made me a while for my circus to work out. And, uh, yeah, it takes a little to turn you on. Yeah, exactly. Like, you need to, like, you know, like, twist my knobs. Uh, <laughs> you know, push my buttons a little bit before, right. you know, my circuits get twerking. <laughs> my circuits get circulating. I like circuits get twerking. Okay. All right. Well, well, both are fine. Both are fine. Both are fine. Um, so... Basically, I just okay. <laughs> All right. What is wrong with so you? what happens is they go to the White House, <laughs> and the staff of the White House are hella confused because they're like, "Yo, you haven't been invited here. Please leave the property." The holograms are like, "Oh, we done been had." Uh, and yes. Okay. So why do they keep thinking? Okay, in all of Borth's scripts. She has them breaking some law, like trying to steal from the museum in China, trying to break into the Pentagon or wherever the fuck they are and like and tamper with things. I don't understand why they keep doing this. Yeah, I mean, it's nonsensical, which is like Borth's whole vibe. But maybe there's like an anarchist undercurrent we're not really seeing here that is the true you know, borthage of the message. I don't know. I don't know if it's anarchism or like maybe because anarchy or if it's because they're the good guys that everything they do is for a virtuous reason. So we're supposed to excuse their shitty behavior. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really read uh, a subversive political message in uh, (laughs) Bethany's writing necessarily but (laughs) um you know two in the hand is one in the borth so as they say as they say i just wanted to say that um Uh, anyways basically they arrive at the white house and the guy at the front gate tells them that the the president was not expecting them right and that you've been fooled right and uh gem is like who would do that um, and then <laughs> the guy is like, it's too bad you came out here for no reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, sucks to suck, but I'm going to go back in now because I don't need to be here. Uh, which well, I, I don't even think he went inside. He just like took two steps and like turned. Yeah, closed the up. gate and like closes the gates. Like they weren't even on the grounds of the White House yet. Uh, well, no. did I ever tell you that I threw a, a model baby fetus onto the lawn of the White House before? No, but I remember your box of baby, baby fetus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went on, um, you know, baby fetus uh, American tour, twenty seventeen, eighteen. I don't know. I left a lot of feti around America between Canada and New Orleans. One of them being on the White House lawn. Wow, I love that. Yeah, I feel like I was spreading a message of babies are parasites. To like go back to that. <laughs> I think you were spreading a meth, a method, a message also. <laughs> like, please use meth. <laughs> you should have just written meth. Yeah, on yeah. all the fetuses. <laughs> um, I think you were spreading a pro-life message. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. When you had to explain it that it's actually the reverse, maybe that's not as effective. <laughs> That being said, I did weird out a lot of people throughout my America road trip. Because I would take photos with the fetus, and they'd be like, what is happening? (laughs) And, like, people I was with had to, like, either explain or, like, ha ha ha, laugh and just turn away. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you telling me a story about how you met someone... At dinner. That was when I got twice. the yeah. When was, that's actually when I got the box of feed eye. Um, the tape. It was my for my. It was a birthday present, which 
in the moment I was a little bit like, what? But it really worked out overall. It was a great birthday present. Um, <laughs> when I got them, they were, I think they were supposed to be like six weeks old, like to scale. And mm-hmm. the, uh, the couple next to us happened to had, they like, they were pregnant six weeks old. Um, the, and I think they were with their parents, or at least one set of parents explaining the whole situation. The woman who was pregnant didn't care for this at all. Her face was stanky the entire way through. But the, like the, the, like the guy, I don't even know if they were necessarily married, but the, the, the male counter part of this couple was ecstatic. He's like, oh my God, this is a sign. Dun, 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 dun. And I was like, okay, dude, if you're having fun, I'm having fun. She probably, like, ripped into him later. I hope so. I really hope so. Because she was like, what the fuck is happening? Why are these two homos have a fucking, like, box of fetus? Uh, and why is, like, like I, I don't know how it reacts. Like, I have that inside of me? What's happening here? Um. So, did the guy start the conversation with you? Like, oh, look at that box of fetus. I have a fetus. It was a whole moment in the restaurant because the server came by and he was like, what the fuck is going on up in her? He called all the servers around to be like, look at these fucking whack jobs. Uh, (laughs) And the table next to us was very close. So like, they just like happened to like turn like to the side and noticed. Uh, And yeah, it was, uh, it was a whole whole kerfuffle. That's, hilarious it was imagine very funny crossing the imagine crossing the border if you also had a fetus in your knapsack for gem i know i'm very very glad <laughs> i didn't have a single fetus on me i think they were all gone at that point uh because that would have i mean it would only i at that point it would have been even better because they found a lot of random shit in that backpack let's be honest i don't think finding like a plastic like weird gummy baby fetus would have stopped me from entering the country at that point. But it really would have been good. It really would have been good. It would have been so good. I mean, like, it, it could, it, that's the only thing it could have, that's the only way it could have been a little bit funnier. Exactly. Already it was perfect. already, it was already, yeah, like, perfect, ridiculous, unnecessary. <laughs> um, but anyway, to get back to this episode... I'm not even sure where we are at this point. Um, yeah, so the, 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 the holograms got ousted from the White House, and then we actually go into yes. the White House, and the president and his crew are watching the, the Marauder video, trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, and, you know, the president oh is up in the mix. Uh, and I wasn't sure if they were trying to make this president be someone. No, this is like a generic, like, a little over middle-aged white man yeah 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 he's like neither too republican or too democrat um but i just want to point out when they're watching this video of the marauder and there are many minds gathered around this table to like figure out what they meant they're like what do you think he meant by the greatest national treasure and i'm kind of like wouldn't you be concerned about the president like just by default yeah, I feel like they should always be concerned about the president just by default. But I feel like it's there's a high chance he meant the president. Yeah, I, I agree. And spoiler alert, he meant the president. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, 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 I agree. They should have been more on the ball with this. I don't even remember, really remember, I guess we'll get to it, how the president even got sweat, like kidnapped. It seemed like very poor, very poor security in general. Yeah, the security was, you know, pre-9-11 teased. Exactly, exactly. Like, they were walking through that airport security like it was no thing. Not a single shoe was taken off. Not a single shoe. The cabin door was unlocked. You could just walk in. Yeah, like, the pilot was getting a BJ in the back. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. The president's there. Um, then we cut to Synergy's room. And this is a very short scene. And we have Synergy kind of yelling, alert, alert. Someone is coming inside. Right. Um, as they do. As they do. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they come outside. Yeah, sometimes they come all over my face, but whatever. Anyway, we digress. 
Um, then we cut to the car with the holograms and they're kind of talking about who was behind this prank call when Jerrica hears the alert from Synergy that there's an intruder um, who then unplugs her and the signal goes down, whatever. Right. And then this is a weird scene because they rush into the hotel and they find out the Synergy's gone. And then we cut to them, like, men loading up Synergy right where the holograms came from. And I was like, oh, okay, Borth. Like, how did that, how did the physics work out on that one? Because the truck that they're loading Synergy into is literally right in front of the Rock and Roadster. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But they chase after him after these guys there's a car chase of course yeah there's like there's a, the show be? yeah there's a mild car chase turns out it's the pentagon uh because the fbi got a tip that there's like some unauthorized equipment going going on and they need to put synergy through some uh tests and synergy is getting taken apart by evil pentagon scientists right who all look like clones okay so they're the two guards at the Pentagon who deny the holograms entrance. I call them Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, They're just like a couple dumb white boys. <laughs> and then there are the scientists who are taking apart Synergy. And this comes up a bit later, but I'm going to address this now. They're all the same black woman. I know. They definitely are. <laughs> all the same, like, all the same clone black woman. Probably Shayna. Uh, but I do like how, like, the lead scientists in this Pentagon setting are, you know, the same black woman, I guess, but at least multiple black women. Well, I think they're all clones. I think this is, like, I think even the newscaster. Oh, true, true, was a clone of Shayna. Right, right. maybe that's a different subplot. Who knows? Yeah, there probably is only, like, one black person in the Gemisphere, and it's all Shayna. (laughs) Even Anthony, Anthony Julian is Shayna. Oh, <laughs> Tony Jules Hondo P. Shayna. He might be. He might be the OG Shayna. We don't even know. True. Anthony Julian could be. Everyone could be Anthony Julian. Right. 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 And that's the that's the extent of black characters in the show. Um. But anyway. Um, so they're at the Pentagon, um, the FBI have been notified, we've done all that, they have to go through, they have to put Synergy through some tests, take her apart, and they inform the holograms that it won't be until two weeks that they can have her back. Right, and the president is basically like, well, why don't you tell me what Synergy or this machine does? And is very much, oh, it's an integral part of Iraq. He's like, okay, well, can you tell me more? He's like, uh... You know, she does really good things. Like, yo, just tell him it's your ghost mom trapped in a computer. Yeah. It'll be totally fine. He'll get it. Uh, yeah, he'll get it. He'll he get loves it. you. He invited you. Yeah, everyone's got a ghost mom in a sophisticated holographic computer. In a jazzer suit. In a jazzer size. Jazzer suit. suit. Jazzer suit. Jazzer suit. Jazzer suit. Anyway, so before jizzer the size. interaction. TM. Jizzer TM. Size. TM. What I call sex. Right, same. Sex isn't just called that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it isn't by enough people. We need to mark it. We need to mark it. Yeah, jizzer size. Um, so, okay. We got the song Time is Running Ooh, Out. Wait, just give me a second. Just, just give me a second. Because jizzer size and clitography. What's clitography? Clitorisography. <laughs> So the study of the clit, or like... Oh, I guess it's not as, like, motion-based, you're right. choreography. Yeah, I was going more a choreography route. Clitography. Clitography seems better, though. Okay, clitography, then. Okay, so jizzercise and clitography. I'm glad we have this set up. <laughs> so, we got the song Time is Running Out, as we often do when time is running out. Right. Um, there are a lot of FBI guys running, and they look like war fucking clones. 
Like it kind of reminded me of iRobot or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. The FBI. Uh, yeah, and it's basically the same scene several times where the holograms are confronted by federal peacekeeping agents, and then Jerrica <laughs> casts spell illusion things. It's an eagle, it's some bison, it's always American-focused. Um, yes. Meanwhile, Synergy's getting swallowed by a butthole, so it's, like, not very good. Uh, mm. Like, for real. Yeah, Synergy is going through it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it ain't, it, it is a thing for her. It ain't, like, it, it's it's a big deal. Uh, like I said, swallow, swallowed by a butthole. Uh, mm-hmm. And by the end, the illusions are all gone, and, uh, yeah, time's running out and shit. Yeah, um... Yeah, I did not like this. Um, but anyway, they broke into the penthouse to perform this song and to steal the synergy back. Penthouse, Pentagon? And are, the, are they in the White House right now? No, they're in the Pentagon. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, and they're surrounded by a bunch of federal agents and they get arrested, obviously, because they're breaking into the fucking Pentagon. Um, which was not very smart. No, zero percent, zero percent. And this is where I think we got a little bit like muffed up in like our our chronology. But regardless, this is where we get the black female scientist clones getting up in Synergy's guts, and they're very impressed with it. Uh, she's apparently light years ahead of their time, and they think it's Russia or it's China, and it turns out like the Marauders around, and. The president comes through and asks them to halt the investigation uh, for, like, like reasons. We don't really know why, because he previously said he can't do that, regardless. Uh, and then the lights go out, and the marauder steals the president. Uh, yes. And that's when I was like, is the president really the most precious national treasure? I feel like they, they get a new one, like, every four or eight years. Yeah, they're pretty disposable. Yeah. Anyways... Um, <laughs> and they're also old. They're gonna die. Who cares? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, they're always old. Um, uh, so okay, the Marauder jacks the president and drives off in a van, and then someone's like, "Look at the van!" And it's Jerrica holding on. To yeah, the somehow that bitch like launched herself onto this moving vehicle, <laughs> and with that firm orphan grabbing arm grip. <laughs> Held on real good. <laughs> That's just so ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah, I loved it. Um, we cut to commercial, we come back, and the Marauder's laughing maniacally as he rides off. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just adding the president to his like, incredible historical collection. Uh, and the the holograms are trying to build back synergy so Jerrica can use her to her, to her advantage. But, again, they're pretty fucking dumb, and they can't remember how to put together a simple puzzle. Uh, yes. Um, me, in the meantime, uh, the president notices Jerrica in the mirror uh, <laughs> of the truck, and he's, you know, blown away by that, which I would be too. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And then Rudder is, like, laughing maniacally. He's basically like, I'm a supervillain. I'm going to take you down to my secret underground lair. And I lulled really hard at the president being like, you underestimate our nation's resources. Like, bitch, it is some random trick on a truck. Like, what resources? (laughs) I know. Anyway, the Marauder goes in to his underground museum. Underground museum secret lair, which he has a whole, like, descending platform to get into via... It's pretty fucking cool. It's pretty cool. Like, the Marauder's got a situation going on. He's very much, he's very much a supervillain. Yes. Um, so he has an exact replica of the Oval Office in this museum that he turned into a jail cell. Um, and he's like, yeah, you're going to live in here. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Next, all these other artifacts that he's stolen, like the Liberty Bell and other random crap. Uh, right. And, and Jerrica is crawling on the floor, um, I guess to be sneaky although i feel like she's making herself really obvious at a moment where it's not wise to be that obvious oh yeah jerry is super sus like she ain't fooling nobody uh and the marauder who also as a true supervillain does has costume goons uh 
mm-hmm. gets him to like go grab Jared because they notice her, and then she calls him like the Marada. Uh, yeah, she's like, "Hey, Marada." Yeah, and I'm like, "Were you? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like, when did you grow up in Queens, New York, Jerrica Benton?" <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe she did. That's a whole other story. Right, right, right. Just waiting to be told. No, let's not tell that one. Uh, (laughs) Can we not? That's very boring. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, um, but uh, Jerbear manages to, like, you know, get the goons off of her because she grabs, I don't know, some chalice. Yeah, Paul Revere's chalice. Right. And then action movie president grabs Lincoln's cane. I thought it was going to be to bust some heads, but they're basically both like, well, we'll destroy these priceless artifacts. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and they kind of, like, back away as the goons kind of, like, come up on them. Uh, and that's... We cut to the Pentagon. Right. And um, basically, they're, like, cease and desist that government property you're tampering with. Um, and they're like, this is our property. And they're like, not now. It's like been detained by the government. Yeah, and like, now belongs to we'll us. We'll shoot you. <laughs> like, actually, we'll fucking kill you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so on their way out, they're just like, okay, put the pieces wherever. Just, I don't, I don't know where these go. I'm just going to stick them here. Uh, but it works. And, um, yeah, so they, they get synergy on Lizen, by which I mean online, and that, uh, work, it's in the nick of time, in the nickel back of time, sorry. And, of course. yeah, Jerrica forms a bunch of, like, past president ghosts to scare the Marauder. Uh, I was impressed by Synergy's ability to know exactly what was going on right when she turned on, because I thought a girl needed to get her circuits going for a minute, but when she wants to hop to it, she'll hop to it. Yeah, she knows all. Yeah, exactly. All-knowing synergy, hashtag Skynet. And uh, <laughs> so that we, via these uh, creepy presidential ghosts, the president, the real president, and Jerrica lock up the Marauder and his goons in the fake Oval Office. Uh, and that's where Jerrica unveils, like, the whole hologram situation and even Jem yes. to the president. Um, yeah. And I... I, I was fine with it, but then I was like, okay, you're going to tell the president, but you're not going to tell Rio, like, your supposed significant other? Yeah, but she won't tell Rio for really fucked up reasons, right? Yeah, like, yeah, Because yeah. it benefits her to keep them separate for whatever reason. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. As opposed to this, is like, it's the president, I'll tell him. As opposed, yeah, to yeah. Rio, it's like, I have, uh, you know, identity dysmorphia, and I don't want to reconcile the uh, conflict I have going on because I'm secretly a lesbian. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, the president is America's daddy, you know, and she has to bend the knee uh, and suck that Yeah, knee. bend both knees in a fucking alleyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she tells him and he takes it really well. I mean, like he saved her life. And we cut to a press conference where a reporter is like, so seriously, Whoa, you're telling me. It's not a reporter. It's black news lady Shayna asking if Jericho rescued the president. Because <laughs> there's only That's one. Same one. Yeah, it's the, it is the same one. Um, So she's like, are you... Do you mean to tell me Jerrica Benton, the manager of Gem and the Holograms, rescued you? Gem and the Holograms, the the rock band? Yeah. Gem and the Holograms, <laughs> Jerrica Benton? And she was like, well, I also freed myself. <laughs> yeah, the president's like, oh, I had a hand in it too. And it's like, oh, all Did right. He? Did he? He really didn't. Um, no. I, it was a whole, like, you think he's going to say synergy, but it's a fake out. And the president says, yes. yes. I'm sure he was very emasculated to be rescued by a woman. I hope he lost the next election for that reason. Uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> then we cut to the, we finally go to the Kennedy Center show. And uh, Jem says his song is dedicated to America while she's wearing her gross boa constructor glitter and gold outfit that I don't know why yeah, we, we keep saying. I don't know why they keep bringing that back.
video is like fucking terrible. Dude, and I hate this song. They, okay, it's called Freedom. Uh, I want to <laughs> give a shout out to the Black Gospel Choir that we see multiple times throughout it. <laughs> um, yeah, they're probably the highlight. Um, but yeah, she's basically going on like, I have the right to say whatever I want. I have the right to sing. I have the right to have. Uh, Orphans as free labor. At one point, she says, I have the right to sing the blues. And I'm like, I actually don't think you have the right to that one. Jen. No, you, you don't. definitely don't. <laughs> no <one's... laughs> Maybe it's not in the Constitution, but we all feel it. Yeah, exactly. At one point, there's like a phallic oil tower that starts jizzing. Um, <laughs> actually, to be fair, a lot of phallic, because there's the Washington Monument, which is, you know, a giant penis. Uh, yes. A lot of, you know, the Statue of Liberty. A lot of upright, erect structures. Yes. <laughs> there were, there were, for sure. There was also, like, the same eagle with American flag print changed, like, flying across the screen to change scenes. Oh, yeah, 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 Did you yeah, see that? yeah, yeah, Multiple yeah. times. Of course, of course, of course. Like, that eagle could, like, marry it off my screen as every time it got on my screen as. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, it the song ends on an American flag. Yeah, and a lot of like seizure casting fireworks and flags and bells and all that kind of crap. It made me hate America so much more. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Which I didn't really know I could. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. Um, so we cut to the president who comes in to talk to Jem and Jerrica. And at this point, like, I want to say, like, in real life, the president would ask Jerrica for a blowjob. Oh, he looked like he was going to ask for Right, one. yeah. He got real close. Yeah, and I was like, okay. Then he's going to, like, you know, lightly touch her on the shoulder and press her down and see if she gives. And if she gives, she's down. <laughs> yeah, but um, surprisingly, much to my surprise... He gives her, or offers Jerrica, a presidential award of freedom. And Jerrica's like, well, if anyone should win, it's Synergy, which I agree with. Right. Um, Jerrica kind of like, yeah, she says no with a really shitty bandana on her head. Um, She looked awful. She looked awful. And the president promises Synergy will be treated with the proper respect the next time she's here. And then that bitch fucking pops out of thin air. I was here for it. Oh, I loved it. It was like, yo, come through, ghost lady, and they all have a good laugh. Oh, the the president is such a good guy, right? Right, so right I feel like right. that's the message of this. Yeah, exactly. Like, America's good. The president's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, just more, like, you know, Bornstein, Americana, imperialism, realness. Yeah, I want to say, though, like... I didn't find the Misfits song that offensive. It still talked about, you know, being an American and it made it all about her, which is like the whole ethos that the country is built upon, individualism. So, and she gave gave a shout out to the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I think maybe, like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think American culture, Americanism is more bearable when they're celebrating personal freedoms, less bearable when they're saying we're the greatest and everyone else sucks. Yes. Especially being like, my freedom. Yeah, like, my freedom. They'll take away my freedoms. (laughs) I got my my gun and my Colt 45. Those are my freedoms. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And their truck, don't forget. Yeah, yeah, I got my Ford truck and my and my gendered bathrooms. And I eat steak. Yeah. Five times a day. I, I don't want no greens on my plate. It's a potato. <laughs> or it's a hunk of beef. <laughs> Otherwise. And I gay. shit in a porta potty. Indoor plumbings <laughs> for them bougie liberal types. Um Indeed, indeed, <laughs> very that. Um, so, who do we think is the baddest bitch of this episode? Yeah, I'm gonna give it to my boy, the Washington Marauder, because that guy had a whole system set up, and he was thieving things up in the regulars up until uh, Synergy got up in his nonsense. Um, so I didn't even think that was a possibility that one of us would think that, 
Um, I was leaning more <laughs> towards synergy. <laughs> it wasn't even a possibility. Um, I'm not even trying to come for you. It's just like, I don't even know how to react to that because I haven't thought about it myself. Uh, but, you know what? I you know, I love giving that show to my you. girl Synergy. And if only for that scene at the end where she legit pops out of thin air, unprovoked to laugh with the president, I enjoyed that moment because I was like, yo, 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 yo. I'm going to get my credit where it is due. And I am a ghost, jazzercise woman. So you respect me. So I, I was here for it. <laughs> um, I could say give it to Jerrica for jumping on the back of that van. But outside of that, she was a dumb bitch. Yeah, no, so. no, 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 no. Like that, yeah, that was a fine moment. Maybe it would have been a little bit better if we actually saw her launch onto the back of that truck. But it was mainly just <laughs> she appeared there. And we had to assume that, she, that, like, that it happened or that she did it herself. Yes. Um, there's also, like, the black women clone. True. True. They had the whole, you know, DC was not running without those black lady clones, okay? <laughs> they were reading the news. They were doing all the signs bullshit. They were, you know, designing outfits for Jim and the Holograms. You know, Sheena's up in that clonage. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> clonage. Um, yeah, I, I think the Black Lady clones, the BLC, should get it. BLC! Yes, 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 yes. BLC for E, uh, Black, no, no, BLCC for E, Black Lady clone crew forever. <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattoo. Yeah, me my, too, me but. too. I was thinking upper thigh, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, wherever it goes, it'll make a statement. Exactly. And everyone will get it instantly. <laughs> We'd only put the acronym, not the... Oh, of course. Just the acronym, obviously. Confusing. Confusing or just like, you know, the right people will get it. The clones, the black lady clones will know. <laughs> We're my black lady <laughs> clones <laughs> Yo, black lady clones come through. Okay, who do we think is the weakest bitch? Weakest bitch. Um, hmm. Who was the president? No, the president was kind of chill. Yeah, he was all right about it. You know, he was he was middle of the road. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who was especially weak this episode. I mean, Jerrica's last outfit was fucking atrocious yeah yeah she had a really shitty head situation going on <laughs> if we can give it to jerica's outfit i'd be down honestly Jer- mm. i don't want to give to jerica herself she did enough to like i don't think we should warrant it warrants saying she was the weakest bitch true um i would maybe even give to the animation quality of the episode overall it's pretty weak yeah the songs were bad yeah, the well, one of them. Yeah, the Misfits song. One of them was, was a repeat. Oh, true, true, the, true. Time is running yeah. out. But the Freedom song, like I could really do with that. Yeah, I could um, purge that from my mind brain. That'd be all good. <laughs> um, I'm okay with any one of those. Let's give it to uh, weakest bitch of the episode is the song "Freedom" uh, by Gem and the Holograms. It was, you know what? Pretty bad. It was awful. I hated it. I hated the message. Hated it. Uh, don't try to make America a thing. Yeah, everyone knows it's the worst. Yeah, like, come on. Like, who do you... You can't pull the wool over my eyes now. Like, I've seen too much. Yeah, yeah. Like, what kind of black lady clone do you think I am? <laughs> I wasn't cloned yesterday, okay? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I was cloned three weeks ago. <laughs> But I feel like clones, would clones carry your memories? Oh, good question. Good question. I mean, or should they, should they? Uh, that's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Um, I think they should, but it takes three weeks to reboot all of your memories. Oh, cause they're, they're, they're their own person for three weeks until they get all your baggage at the end. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, like maybe they can be extremely hostile to you at first before they know that you are one. Oh. And then for the first week, it's like you tr- it tries to destroy you and you have to survive. Uh, and if you both survive, then that's cool. You have a couple clothes. <laughs> if you don't, there's only one. Right, right. I like that. I like that. It really, it makes you wonder why you would start the cloning process at all. But... <laughs> I'm into the the Hunger Games style elements. Yes. (laughs) But then if you have like two of you, if you both survive and form an indelible bond, then you'll be like the fiercest fighters and most cohesive fighting squad. True, true, true. You got, yeah, like a two person clone crew can't be beat. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's my TED talk. Um, thank you for that. That was enlightening. Um, <laughs> and as we come to the ep- end of this episode with the weakest and baddest bitches established and the formation of the Black Lady Clone Crew, F4E, yeah. um, you know, tattooed onto my being, uh, I think it goes without saying that you should rate us and review us wherever you find podcasts. And as we always say, uh, because I am a clone of the original Arthur Jones, you should give us a five star review and a positive <laughs> rating, because uh, that's what a that's what a good clone does. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to be clone for clone or <laughs> clone v clone? I don't know. Yeah, you clone f clone or clone v clone? CVC or CFC? <laughs> are you past the three week mark? Yeah. Truly, are you here for us or are you going to bite our heads off? I don't know. But yeah, check us out on social media. Go to Instagram, Facebook, except not Facebook. I don't know why you keep saying Facebook. (laughs) I don't know because people go on it sometimes. Yeah, I suppose. Um, Okay, so yeah, check us out on social media if you want more antics in different forms. We're on Instagram and Twitter, both at Gemgirls Podcast, and you can find us at gemgirls.com as well. And with all that said and done, take care of yourself and, and don't un- die. And don't die. Don't get killed by your clone in that three-week period. Um, but also, okay. until next time, stay, stay outrageous. outrageous.